Hello, this is episode 7 of the journal series, an insight into the day-to-day thoughts of someone living with challenging mental health. I am a mental health voyager and I want to raise awareness of what it feels like at times. It's not all bad. I only record the bits for this podcast that I think illustrate the challenges. I wouldn't want to bore you with the Instagram perfection of the remainder of my life. You can get that elsewhere. I have the usual caveat that there are some things that I won't share because they involve other people that can be identified. And this is very much about my thoughts on situations and not the situations themselves. It's properly spring now, the clocks have gone forward, so I'm that little bit disorientated today. It happens every year around this time, so I really should be used to it by now. However, if, like me, you're often stuck for something to say in a social situation, it's a good conversation starter for around about the next three or four days. So what are the first couple of weeks in April going to bring? Parenthood is hard. Today, it feels like watching a car crash in slow motion. I've realized that I can see far too much of me in one of my children. In fact, in both of them, as you'd expect. But I notice my worst traits in one. I can look back at my own early years and realize how it shaped who I am today, the good and the bad bits. Yeah, I will admit I do have some good bits. I can't necessarily articulate what they are, but people do say some nice stuff about me at times. At the moment, I have a child who seems very depressed. Words are said that could have come out of my mouth. I'm holding myself back on responding because I don't know how to deal with it. Part of me wants to say, I get you, I can relate. But on the other hand, if I say that, what hope will it give them for their future? They may be horrified at the prospect of ending up like me. It upsets me. I can't help thinking that I've fucked their life up. There are those who will say that it's just a phase and they will get over it, but I never did. There are times when the feelings are less intense though. I don't know how to help. I've not encountered this before. I want to steer them in a different direction. Is it nature or nurture? Part of me wants to think it's nature as that absolves me of some of the blame. But at the same time, it's my fault for passing on those genes. Part of me wants to think that it's nurture. Then at least they are inherently okay inside. And maybe the damage that I've caused unintentionally can be reversed. I think I need to give this more consideration. Right now, it's a knee jerk reaction to an exchange last night. When I disengage my work brain, I think of nothing else. So I suppose, at the moment, the answer is to remain in work mode, permanently. Project Micromanagement is going really well so far. It's only been one day, but I feel fully in control. So much so that I believe that if a curveball comes my way, I'll be able to deal with it. Everything is programmed in a day, exercise, walking, checking emails, getting drinks, meal times, medication times. They're all set up on Google tasks so that I can tick them off as I've done them. That is just such a rewarding feeling. I've even scheduled time in to schedule the next day. One thing I haven't scheduled in is journaling. Just realized that. And I think that's because it needs to be spontaneous to get my thoughts down 
as and when they happen. They come so quick and fast that it isn't a long process anyway. If I didn't type them, my hand wouldn't keep up with the thoughts and I couldn't record them so easily, but I am absolutely loving this level of organisation. I'm feeling so productive and with it calm, but not calm because I'm hyped for getting stuff done. I think it's more contentment than calm. I do love these days, but they are so few and far between that I have to capitalise on them when they do come around. I'm getting stuff done that I've been procrastinating on. I feel completely in control. It's the best feeling in the world. I'm almost looking forward to tomorrow morning's workout. I know it's a particularly nasty one involving lots of hill repetitions, and I know it's going to be really hard going, but I'm not telling myself that I need to do it all. I can stop if I feel like collapsing. I think I've been hit with the positivity and self-acceptance stick. People like me normally must be so annoying to people like me now. I could just fall out with myself. A rubbish night's sleep. I kept waking up and thinking about the workout this morning and debating whether or not to get up and do it or whether to spend an extra half hour in bed. Of course, I did it, because that was the easier option. Once I was going, it was horrendous, but it was supposed to be, because I was repeatedly running up and down the same hill. Um, The couple of dog walkers I encountered tried to avoid me by crossing the road. The pavement is quite narrow there, but then I crossed the road to avoid them, and it all got a bit confusing. Luckily, there's very little traffic around at that time in the morning, so I didn't get run over. For the cool down, I took a coffee for a walk around the houses, It's bin day, and I started to notice what people had in their recycling boxes. I have become the bin police. There's obviously the boring stuff like milk cartons and Amazon boxes, but then I began to notice brand names and empty food tins, you know, even a packet of washing powder. I didn't realise people still used washing powder in a cardboard box. One thing that I was surprised at was the lack of wine bottles I saw. There were multiple Easter egg boxes in one, which I thought was strange because Easter's not until Sunday. And that triggered off concerns about the occupant in case they had a binge eating disorder or bulimia. You can build up a picture of people's diets from the boxes. Personally, I thought most were what I would deem unhealthy. Lots of processed food cartons. Then I began to wonder what it meant if the recycling boxes were reasonably empty. Do those residents eat lots of bagged salads or homegrown food? They must be the healthy ones. Diet remains constantly on my mind. My favourite boxes were the ones that appeared only to contain beer bottles or cans, because clearly they're up for a good time. Or alcoholics. I was intending to have a technology-free day today, but I can't help myself, so I'm going to get this rant out of my system. I know that I have to work out how to stop notifications appearing on my phone when I'm not supposed to be working. Perhaps that should be my task for today. I feel bad in thinking that working today is a much easier option than having time off, but it is. I'm going to resist, though. I just need to answer a couple of emails that have come in. I feel quite bad not being accessible 24-7, but why should I be? I'm not paid to be. My role is not sufficiently important. It's very unlikely that anyone's going to die because of something that I've done or not done. But I still feel responsible for everything, particularly today. 
I don't always feel like this. Sometimes I'm able to switch it off. But today is not one of those days and it's overwhelming me. If something has gone wrong or bad happens, it's my fault regardless. Spreading COVID and causing traffic accidents. Even when I've not gone anywhere in the car or been in close proximity to anyone or had COVID that I'm aware of. Just anything. Totally irrational. I avoid watching the news in case I see something that it would be rational or even slightly possible I could have influenced that could send me off on that path. The blame and guilt. I've had a bad night's sleep again and that probably hasn't helped. Weird dreams kept waking me up and there's lots of crossover in the people involved in them and the situations that occurred. I've got a bad headache this morning. I haven't done any exercise because it's a rest day and I bloody well need it after yesterday's efforts. I've had one coffee and I'm shaking and sweating. Now I'm dwelling on those thoughts and reasons and I'm going to end up in an anxious loop if I don't do something. Signing out now. I'm really confused as to what day it is because of the two bank holidays for Easter. Yesterday afternoon, I decided that I was going to learn to skateboard. It's been on my mind for a while, and for me, it's quite a risky activity. If I fall and break anything, it will put me out of action, and I won't be able to run or do any exercise, and how will I cope? But I'm feeling quite reckless at the moment, and I'm out to prove something to myself. I had knee and elbow pads and wrist guards, and the only time I fell over was on my backside. Only natural padding available there, but fortunately I didn't hurt myself badly. It has made me question my choice of underwear though, because lace is quite abrasive. I shall choose wisely next time. After about three quarters of an hour of trying, I managed to stand on it without going anywhere. And by wiggling my hips, I could make it move slightly forwards. The dismount isn't elegant and getting on it seems to be impossible but it was a start. I felt a little bit accomplished, but it really took it out of me and I had to have a little nap to get over my exertion afterwards. Actually though, it felt more mentally challenging than physically and it gave my mind a new focus. Before I read this next entry out, I need to explain that I'm trying to keep the identities of the children and my husband kind of confidential because this isn't about them. I don't want them to be tarred with the brush of being associated with somebody like me. So I've decided to give them nut names in keeping with the almond triangle theme. So my husband is going to be referred to as Pecan. My eldest child is going to be Macadamia and the youngest Brazil. So that hopefully will give you some context when I read this next entry out. Easter Sunday, we went back to the sociable running group as it was the first time that lockdown restrictions allowed us to. I built it up to be far worse than it was. I find the hanging around and socialising bit before we get running makes me anxious. I just want to get on with it. I don't mind it in the middle of the trail when we stop for sweets because we stop for sweets, which I like. And generally I'm too worn out and puffed to talk to people at that stage anyway. Macadamia got lost, probably because they ran off too fast and got too far ahead. Luckily, Google Maps had their back and a quick WhatsApp message to let me know what had happened was reassuring. Is that an example of bad parenting on my part? Probably, but maybe I've instilled sufficient confidence in them to deal with the challenges 
of being lost in the woods. Macadamia's sibling, Brazil, who was very unhappy earlier in the week, seems to have picked up and has found a new hobby in golf. Not something that I know anything about, but they are keen, so I'm hoping that something can be arranged to keep that momentum going. I've continued to practice skateboarding. I can move without falling off most of the time. I am still terrified and stand rigidly braced for impending catastrophe. I've got no coordination whatsoever, so when people shout at me to tell me to put my left foot forward or lean to the right, they may as well be talking to themselves because it's going completely over my head. It's the same when they tell me to relax and bend my knees. It's not going to happen. Only one person can give me the confidence and belief that I'm going to be okay, and that's me. And so far, I'm not too damaged. What you're going to hear next is a brain dump that I recorded first thing this morning when I was out on a walk. Yesterday, somebody asked me in a not very nice way why I was so self-deprecating. And it hurt me. And in the middle of the night, I was awake and quite angry and quite low about it. So I got up in the end, um, went for a walk and recorded this. And when I listened back to it, clearly I was in a very bad way. But the good news is I'm feeling a bit better now. Sometimes these things just need to be said out loud and you can kind of put them to bed. Pride comes before a fall. I was brought up on that. So that means that it is wrong to celebrate your achievements and right to highlight your failings if you look at it in that perspective. So I highlight my failings before other people do. I'm only saying what other people are thinking. I know what people are thinking. They're thinking, what does that twat think she's doing? They're laughing at me. So if I get in there before them, let them know that I know I'm shit and they're laughing at me and taunting me can't hurt me. The self-deprecating thoughts are definitely not helpful, but I feel that they're justified and I feel that I've got evidence to support them. Pride is one of the seven deadly sins I remember from school. So if pride comes before a fall, if you preempt the fall and laugh at it, then that's good. I don't think people laugh at themselves enough. They all think they're absolutely perfect. They only show the perfect bits. And that's not reality. I like to show the bits where I've failed. I just want people to know that I know I've failed, so they don't need to rub it in my face. If my self-deprecation irritates you, then I'm sorry. It's part of me. It's the way I am. If you don't like it, fuck off. I'm not the sort of person who's going to shout about how fantastic they are. I don't believe I'm fantastic. I don't even think that I'm good at things. Mediocre. Mediocrity expert. If I were to sing my praises constantly or big myself up, then that wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be... I wouldn't feel like I was being true to myself. I'd feel that I was lying. I don't want to be praised up for things. It's empty words. Thank you for pointing out that I'm self-deprecating. But do you know what? I already knew that. I know I've got no self-esteem. I don't know where to buy it from. To fix this, I'm going to spend the rest of the day telling myself how wonderful I am. I am grateful. I'm grateful for what I can see this morning. The birds are singing. There are some daffodils. The sun's just come up. And it's now hailing. Gotta love the diversity of the British weather. 
This morning, a lady was attacked not very far from my house. The police helicopter was hovering for ages and I was really curious about what was going on. Then I found out that a local man had been arrested, fortunately, and the report said that the lady only had minor injuries, so hopefully she's okay physically, if not traumatised. The attack must have happened very soon after I'd been past the exact spot while I was out running this morning. What if someone was lying in wait there? This could well be the evidence that supports my theory that I'm not worth attacking. I look too poor or not worth bothering with. Is this self-deprecation or unconscious self-preservation or am I just incredibly lucky? The local Facebook group is alive with speculation. It's social media at its best. It's so easy to see how rumours start and get out of control. It's simultaneously interesting and irritating. What a day. Prince Philip died this morning. It brought back memories of working in radio years ago and also the death of Princess Diana. There was a special alarm, which was a flashing light in the studio that would go off if a senior national figure died. And there was a manual with a protocol that you needed to follow. In one of my current roles, there's also a protocol to follow. And on hearing the news, I knew that I had to put things into place. There was a few initial minutes of overwhelm and panic and what should I do first? But then I just switched on full focus mode and got on with it. Five hours later, and I'm feeling quite a bit calmer. I believe we've done all we need to do until further information is known. But I do feel a bit guilty that I'm on leave from this job next week, so my colleague will be left to deal with it. It's a sad day, suitably dark outside, fits the mood. T-minus seven days. This time next week, I will hopefully be around 3k into a 10k event it's not a race i keep telling myself but there will always be people in there who are there to compete just not me macadamia is joining me so we'll run off together and then they'll be there to welcome me back over the finishing line it seemed like a good idea why i entered this back in september it was a goal it was scheduled for mid-january at a venue not very far from here then it was postponed to february and now april the 17th at a venue miles away I hate driving, so it's going to be interesting getting there and parking. And it's on my mind a lot. Although I keep telling myself that all I have to do is get round, there's something about it in the back of my mind that is making me anxious. I'm telling myself it's all going to be fine. And what is the worst that could happen? I didn't want to get out of bed this morning, but I was so hungry. I'm ashamed to say what I ate, so I won't. And I'm still hungry. I then did some skateboarding practice to try and take my mind off it with my new crash pants on. Oddly, I managed to remain on my feet. Perhaps the crash padding gives me that extra bit of reassurance that I need and to be more confident. I've decided that freedom from expectations is the way to go. Yesterday afternoon, we went to visit one of those outdoor pub summer house type things that people have in their gardens because the husband would like one for our garden. Although it's a friend of mine, I didn't want to go. I wasn't feeling at all sociable and my intention was to go along, have a look and come straight back home again. But once there, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. 
There was copious amounts of alcohol involved and we laughed and we chatted, so much so that my throat was really dry through all the talking. It's the most I've talked in a long time. Had I spent hours agonising over what I should say and hyped myself up that I was going out, I would have been so anxious that I had to have a good time that I wouldn't have. Although I struggle with the unexpected, I'm beginning to like spontaneity. I'm signing off. I've navigated the last couple of weeks reasonably successfully, so that's a small win. I'm preparing myself for a tricky week next week for a couple of reasons, not least the 10k on Saturday. Part of me wants to forget it's happening and the other part wants to micromanage the approach to it. As ever, thank you for listening. Almond.triangle on Instagram and on Gmail is where I'm at. Until next time, lots of love.